0: Hey there, Scott Winstead here with Compass Retirement.
1: And Angela's here too.
0: And we're bringing you another episode of our Retire Simply podcast, talking about all things related to life insurance. Hmm. Did you hear that right now?
1: Did it just go silent?
0: Yeah, well, was that groan and then yeah. kind of silent? Yeah. Yeah.
1: People are thinking this doesn't really pertain to me, Scott. Did you forget? Did you forget this is a podcast on retirement?
0: I know. How many times have we heard Angela oh yeah no I don't I don't need any any insurance my kids are grown and my house is paid off and the cars are paid off and yeah I'm good why do I need life insurance
1: well the thing is is a big part of that statement is true you don't need it for those reasons but the question is could it be valuable for something else
0: absolutely so life insurance um, just like annuities just like stocks just like bonds just like mutual funds just like gold and silver is just simply another tool in your toolbox for you to be able to set up and have the most optimal best retirement that you can
1: i agree and have you ever noticed honey sometimes when people pick up tools they use them differently
0: absolutely and you know we always say tools are just simply things to help out they're neither good nor they're bad Mm-hmm. It's just a matter of how they're applied.
1: Exactly.
0: Right? It's like when I was teaching Grant, you know, guys, uh, Grant's uh, 13.
1: Yes, he is. That's a reminder for his birthday.
0: So Grant's 13 and I was teaching him, we were working on our bikes, right? And I was teaching him how to do the brakes and we were tightening it all up and doing all that stuff. And I said, hey, Grant, um, go grab me. The uh, screwdriver, right? Mm -hmm. So he goes and gets me the screwdriver (laughs) and I looked down and he grabbed the Phillips head. He did. And he knows enough to know what the Phillips head is. You know, for those of you that don't know, that's the one that has the cross basically on it. Uh, Kind of looks like a plus sign. Yeah. Well, what I needed was a flat head, which looks like a minus sign. Mm Mm-hmm. And I didn't look back at Grant and just say, well, golly, this is the worst screwdriver ever. I can't believe you gave me this one. What I realized is, hey, I kind of have a tool here, but it's not the right tool for the job that I need.
1: Yeah. So in that situation, it's not a great tool. Yeah. Just because of what we need it for.
0: But a lot of times within financial planning and retirement planning, people want to evaluate the tools and say, well, is life insurance better than owning an investment? Or is an investment better than owning an annuity? Is an annuity better than a CD? Right. Again, they're all just tools. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. It's just a matter of how you use them
1: and how you kind of put them together.
0: And so it is absolutely true that most retirees or people getting close to retirement don't need life insurance for straight protection purposes. Like right now I need life insurance and Angela needs life insurance for protection, right? Right. We have a nine-year-old, a 13-year-old, right? A couple in their early 20s, which they still might need some help. Every now
1: and then, every now and then.
0: But, you know, if one of us dies, we need to be able to pay for some college educations and, you know, do some different things. Yes. Well, when you're retired typically you don't have those responsibilities so you don't need insurance for straight protection however you might want to look at it because it does other things than just gives you money if someone dies which is how most people think of life insurance Mm -hmm. because you probably had a college buddy who got an internship or a job that was inside of your fraternity at a life insurance company when they were like 20 and then they came back to the frat house And they tried to sell term insurance to everybody for when you need to pay off the home you're eventually going to get in and all that right everybody's got that kind of story and everybody has that one friend right most people don't need that today so what we're going to talk about are some ways that life insurance can be used in terms of your overall retirement using it strategically in ways that people typically don't know about
1: that's exactly what i was going to say we're gonna share a few of those different ways that we use uh, life insurance in retirement planning. And it's not gonna be what you thought it was.
0: Now next week, we're gonna talk about life insurance 101, the different types out there, You know, kind of the pros or the cons, all of that. That's not for this week. But what are some different things you can use life insurance for?
1: Well, I know that one of the big things that we address when whenever we're doing retirement planning are our taxes how could life insurance and taxes kind of go together?
0: Yeah, and again, we want to preface this that all of this has to be set up properly, right? Mm-hmm. So these this isn't just insurance that's willy-nilly. It's when structured properly, life insurance makes a tremendous tax-free savings vehicle. It can make a tremendous tax-free living in terms of withdrawals and income vehicle in your retirement, mm-hmm. okay? But that is typically set up and designed differently than I'm 25 years old, I have a mortgage, I have a two-year-old, and if I die, I need to be able to pay for all of those things.
1: Yeah, yeah. It's structured very differently.
0: And so life insurance is a tool that gives us tremendous tax-free benefits, living tax-free benefits, and then obviously when the money passes on to your, your family – they inherit it tax-free
1: yep and you know we'll be using different terms uh next week but that money that passes on you know you guys might have just heard of it as life insurance proceeds but it's also called the death benefit mm-hmm. so i just mm-hmm. want to give them a couple of terms that will yeah, be yeah absolutely so, so that money that passes on is the death benefit
0: absolutely and so um you know uh, some people say well the death benefit is important to me especially if they're working mm-hmm. and they say well why do i need life insurance because I have it through my work, and it's really cheap, and it covers about two to three times my salary, so I'm good if something ever happens to me.
1: Yeah, and the question that we always ask them is, well, when you leave your job, do you get to take your life insurance with you? That's called having portable life insurance.
0: And nine out of ten times, you don't get to. So it's one of those things where... You get to have it, yeah, while you're employed there, but you don't get to take it with you, okay? And, you know, when we start to think about that, we say, well, would it be advantageous, right? Would it be beneficial to have my own that I can carry with me wherever I go?
1: Oftentimes, the answer to that is yes. Yeah. And, you know, one of the things to remember about life insurance is the younger you are when you get it, typically the less expensive it is.
0: Yeah, because it's calculated, the cost typically is calculated on your age and your health. And and I always tell folks, you know, you're never as young and you're never as healthy as you are this very second. Mm-hmm. So waiting another six months or waiting, you know, till January with your New Year's resolution and eating oatmeal every morning and running outside in the cold. <laughs> um, that sounds great, but you're only older at that point. Yep. So looking at this sooner rather than later makes a lot of sense. So tax benefits, tax-free benefits is one of the things that life insurance can do for you. Another thing life insurance can do for you is it can supplement or help pay for care that you need while you're alive. So not just here's money when you pass away or die, but here's actually money that you can use tax-free while you're alive.
1: Yeah, and why don't you use an example of you and I? Um, let's say that you had a life insurance policy and you wanted to use some of it.
0: Yeah, so again, certain life insurance policies, Mm -hmm. when designed properly and that I qualify for, they will allow the person to use the money for care if they need it while they're alive. So for instance, I have a life insurance policy. Let's use a simple round number of $100,000. And let's say that I need care while I'm alive
1: Mm -hmm.
0: well on certain policies they'll allow you to use that hundred thousand dollars of life insurance money for your care while you're here and then whatever's left over if anything when I pass away would still pass on to Angela as my beneficiary tax-free
1: yeah so one of the things that I just want to remind or share with everybody is when you use those living benefits for your care you have to qualify for those um so in this example let's say that scott had that hundred thousand dollar policy he needed some long-term care and we use the money inside of that policy to pay for it so let's say we use seventy thousand dollars that means that when scott passed away i would still get thirty thousand dollars tax free that's kind of how that works
0: Yep. Yeah. and so folks really seem to like that when they look at uh, how to pay for their care because You know, if you pass away and never need care, you just pass away of old age in your bed peacefully, Mm -hmm. it still pays out the tax-free life insurance. But if you need care, at least it's there. So you know that when you're earmarking and putting money toward that type of insurance, someone's gonna get the benefit of using it. Mm -hmm. You're either gonna use it while you're alive or your family's gonna inherit it when you pass away. Now, one of the things that I think is sometimes overlooked But can really, really uh, make a difference in retirement planning is, again, planning for income between spouses. So when we talk about planning for income between spouses, I know we've already talked, Angela, about, um, you know, income planning in terms of your overall retirement. But, you know, whether there's two Social Securities, right, or whether uh, there's a pension that doesn't continue on Mm -hmm. to the other spouse, maybe or maybe it only continues on at a 50 percent level or 75 percent level. Mm -hmm. Life insurance is a tremendous tool to be able to help folks replace income when one spouse dies.
1: Absolutely. And, you know, it's good for everybody. However, I will specifically talk to women here. You know, more often than not, uh, the men in our lives pass away before we do. And like Scott was saying, if they have a pension or something like that and it goes away, you know, we we have a gap that we need to fill. And if we're both taking social security, yes, hopefully we know that we can switch to his possibly higher social security amount, but we lose ours. So there's a gap in there that absolutely has to be filled.
0: I think the the easiest way to summarize this is typically when there's guaranteed income coming in from sources, usually when one spouse dies, there's either less or an elimination of some of that income. Mm -hmm. So Life insurance makes a tremendous tool to be able to take those life insurance proceeds and set them up in a way that the surviving spouse can then draw an income off of that. Sometimes they call that a pension maximization. You know, we come up in the financial world (laughs) uh, with a lot of different terms to make ourselves sound smart.
1: Yeah, they're all fancy. Um,
0: But that's just called pension maximization. So again, something that I think a lot of people don't think about because very few couples pass away on the exact same day. Yeah. That doesn't happen very often. Yeah. And so we want to make sure that there there is a plan in place and life insurance typically is the most cost-effective, most efficient way to set that up.
1: Yeah, so hopefully we've given you some different ideas and ways to think about life insurance during our discussion today.
0: Yeah, just be open-minded about it. Mm -hmm. Uh, We're going to dive a lot deeper into life insurance, kind of the 101 of it. We're going to talk about the way it's used tax-free. We're going to talk about the way it's used for care um, and how this can really fit in terms of your overall retirement plan. But today we just wanted you to start to think of some alternative ways that you can use it besides just if I pass away, Angela gets a bunch of money. (laughs)
1: Haha! <laughs> yeah. Open your mind to the possibilities of all the different ways that life insurance can be
0: used. So we look forward to chatting with you next week. In the meantime, if you need anything, don't hesitate to give us and our team a call. That number is 817-328-6152. Have a great week and we'll talk to you soon.
1: Talk to you soon. Bye-bye. This has been another week of Retire Simply. Thanks for listening. And remember, anyone can save money and just as easily anyone can run out of money. But it takes skill and a plan to take what you've saved and not run out. If you want to listen to more episodes or learn more about Compass Retirement, go to compassretirement.com. That's compass with two S's, retirement.com. If you enjoyed today's episode, don't forget to tell a friend. They're probably a lot like you and would enjoy it too.
2: Compass Retirement is an independent financial services firm helping individuals create retirement strategies using a variety of insurance products to custom-suit their needs and objectives. Investment advisory services offered only by duly registered individuals through AE Wealth Management, LLC. AE Wealth Management and Compass Retirement, Inc. are not affiliated companies. Investing involves risk, including the potential loss of principal. Any references to protection, safety, or lifetime income generally refer to fixed insurance products, never securities or investments. Insurance guarantees are backed by the financial strength and claims-paying abilities of the issuing carrier. This podcast is intended for informational purposes only. It is not intended to be used as the sole basis for financial decisions, nor should it be construed as advice designed to meet the particular needs of an individual's situation. Compass Retirement Inc. is not permitted to offer, and no statement made during this show shall constitute tax or legal advice. Our firm is not affiliated with or endorsed by the U.S. government or any governmental agency. The information and opinions contained herein provided by third parties have been obtained from sources believed to be reliable, but accuracy and completeness cannot be guaranteed by Compass Retirement, Inc. Hypothetical examples have been provided for illustrative purposes only. It does not represent a real-life scenario and should not be construed as advice designed to meet the particular needs of an individual's situation.